they're in the driver's seat. I mean, maybe the Bills were last week too, but this is the Bengals. No one, I'm, I'm telling you, this is crazy. A few weeks back, we're about to say the Bengals might be going to the Super Bowl, and they just went and beat the number one team on the road. Calm down. There's a lot of excitement from Tony Romo uh, at the end of that game. He was, ah! he was, he was giddy. He was excited. He was Josh giddy about it, and, wasn't he? Uh, he was <laughs> Josh giddy about it. He was fired up, and uh, there's good analysis there talking about what could happen. It eventually did. I, as I, full disclosure, so I had. I had Mava had she she's doing this basketball camp on Sundays. So your boy, oh my yeah, you know, I mean, she's out there trying to get her JJ Reddick game right. And let me tell you, it's not happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mava Reddick, <laughs> give it up for Mava Reddick. Oh my uh, but so I I didn't get I didn't watch. Bengals Chiefs live I had to I, I checked the score afterwards and then you know God bless being able to Google and the highlights and all that stuff not like we're like an NFL podcast or anything like that but when you got Burrow when you got Zach Taylor when you even have Troy Walters you even forget about that Troy Walters fired parted ways everyone fired wide receivers coach from one L Scott Frosto he is the wide receivers coach at with the Bengals. So there's like so many degrees of connections to Nebraska. And Burrow, Burrow and Taylor make I mean, they're those guys are are fantastic to watch. But so I had to watch the highlights. Yada yada yada. Googled the highlights. I feel like I'm up to speed on what happened, but not really at the same time. Well, Stanley Morgan's a part of the uh, That's true. Bengals. That's true. In, he was inactive, but, but he's hey, there. hey, it's details, always, minor this, details. This, Tom Rude, yes. Tom Rude at one point played for the Cincinnati Bengals back in the 70s, not on the team today. Minor details, another connection. This is how it is for Husker fans now where when there's an your team isn't good. There so you. when the NFL playoffs roll around, you say, "Okay, where are the most Husker connections of former guys who right. pass through here?" and may have contributed in some way, whether we were good or not at that time, we need to latch on and drive that bandwagon because what we have now is not very good, but what we had was good, and those guys are gone, and let's latch on to that. That's right. what it is. Whether like, it's whether it's you know, Rex not, with the Patriots, Levante and Sue with the Bucks, like You're right. Like There's just – you're latching on to it. You're latching on to it. These are the Huskers, right? These are the right. Huskers. Like, hey. right. Three and nine, but Stanley Morgan inactive on the Bengals roster. Come on. I mean, you tell me what program's on the rise here, all right? I mean, come on. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about, though? And maybe maybe everybody had just such frost tunnel vision 
and I'm trying to remember where he would have been at the time. Would Zach? I guess what I'm what I'm let me just come out and say it. I don't. It's kind of interesting that you have a former Husker quarterback that is the head coach of a team that is going to the Super Bowl. Yet when there was a coaching vacancy just a couple of years ago, or even when there are there's talk of another, you know, like hey, what if you parted ways with Scott Frost? Who would be the guy? Like Zach Taylor's never really thrown out there. I don't recall him any buzz for him to come back to be the coach at Nebraska. And even now, like now, I think now obviously they'd be like, you know, who should be the coach at Nebraska, Zach Taylor. No one would have said that two or three weeks ago. It's just, you know what I mean? It's, am I wrong on that? Do you remember any any buzz, Williams for? Well- I don't know. I, I don't know why he would bring up the Texas A&M head coach. I'm not sure why. Buzz McAllister for it. You know, any, any Buzz McAllister. Okay. Any Buzz Lightyear on the, whether or not Zach Taylor should have been the guy? Yeah. I'm sorry, but um, can, what what is there? I just think it's interesting. You know what I mean? Like you would not. You would you just would assume that there would be a lot of a lot of like oh got to get that guy back to Lincoln oh I got to get that guy that guy back to Lincoln and it's I mean I think like three weeks ago no one was thinking like that. Zach who? Ah! Taylor. <laughs> yes, Bo. Wow, it works. Wow, it works. Let's just take a moment to. I mean, let's just I don't even know where to begin. Where two different drops met in the future and it worked perfectly. Zach who? Taylor. <laughs> All right, let it's, me uh, instead let me do of instead of Jamal, it's Jamar. <laughs> let me get this ready. Yep. See if this uh, see if this works. Zach Taylor. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Bo, who's your favorite quarterback? Zach Taylor. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is. <laughs> It's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Who's the best former Husker quarterback in the history of the Huskers? Zach Taylor. <laughs> All right. I don't uh, mind it being a latte, but it's got to be a Zach Taylor. <laughs> that doesn't even work. All right. Give me, let's see if it works. All right. Survey says. Here we go. Good luck with this. This is going to sound weird, but... I don't mind it being a latte, but it's got to be... Zach Taylor. <laughs> so, okay. the dumbest thing we've that's, done. That's my fault. This is all my fault. We're seven and a half minutes in. It's all my fault. You know what? We will uh, We will name this podcast Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor? Yes. We've, already, we've already found a title. People will, people will load it up and go, oh, they got Zach Taylor on? Zach Taylor. Nope. It's, it's just Bo mis- Just extremely misleading. Right. Let's just mislead people greatly. Um, Zach Taylor, I, we I, had... I, mis, I, I mislead you greatly. <laughs> I admire the Chick and Nick show greatly. All right, thank you, Kathy. Right. So, uh, two and fourteen a couple of years ago. Yeah. So not on the radar. Uh, probably the same. You know what it probably is? Fans not calling for Zach Taylor, who was a you know, offensive coordinator, you know, at the time, you know, a, a Sean McVay right-hand man. Zach Taylor. You know, ah! not call, them not calling for him is probably the same reason why Nebraska 
never acknowledged Zach Taylor on social media until like two weeks ago because they just forgot about him. Apparently. Like, Husker fans just forgot about him. It's, they just oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I think a part of it is for some reason, and not for some reason, because it was the Callahan era, when people talk about, you know, there's always this this poll for a former player, someone that understands the program to come back and coach, and the reality is a lot of people just don't think of Zach, Zach Taylor, quickly when they think like that, which is interesting. Zach Taylor? It's true. I because guess so. because that era was not what Nebraska football wants to be about. You know, they don't want to be playing for Big 12 championships, conference titles, or, you know, playing in a cotton bowl. They don't want that at all. That's not good enough. You but take your cotton bowl and shove it. You. I mean, but that's what would be weird if, you know, if Zach, if Zach Taylor was up Zach there. Zach Taylor. Was up. Like, we're, you know, I understand this program and what it's about, and we're going to get back to doing things the way they were. Like, when Frost says it, it's like, yeah, you know that. You know it's going to happen. When Zach Taylor says it, we're like, eh. well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Be like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, you know what it's about. Yeah, you won. Yeah, you won division titles. Blah, 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 blah. North yes. title, blah, blah. Offensive player of the year, blah. But we would prefer kind of where Scott Frost is building here. If we buy that. Not sure we buy what you're selling, Pops. Uh, seriously, though. I just, it's true. You know, it's funny how certain things hit you and your prevailing thought, because you always got Nebraska on your, on your mind. My first thought as I watched Zach Taylor Hoist, Taylor. hoist the trophy and be like, going to the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Like, I thought, man, it's interesting that this guy, like, think of any other program, floundering program that had a a former quarterback that was successful, and he was successful in quarterbacking at Nebraska. And they are successful in doing that. Think of any other program that has a quarterback that is success, was successful at their university, is now a head coach in the NFL, and is having success there. And there just wasn't there until recently. I don't think it's ever dawned on people like, hey, you know what, man? You know, I just thought of something, man. Hold on now. Hold, what, now, let me just think about this now for a second. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to blow your mind, man. You ever thought about old Zach Taylor coming back to be the Nebraska coach? You ever thought about that? <laughs> Who? Zach Taylor. <laughs> no. No, I haven't. You know what it is? It's Zach Taylor's success in the NFL came too quickly. <laughs> right. Year one, it was 2-14. and 14. Right. Year two, it's 4-11. and 11. And all of a sudden... They win ten games. Like, yes, yes, that's it. That's it. You know, like it, it went. It was a drive-by, quick-moving bus, and you didn't get to the stop at time. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! And it's left the station. He's off to the Super Bowl. He went. He's from, so out of your league now. He is this, so out of your league. This engine was just struggling. This thing was like, it wouldn't right. turn over. You're sitting there like, when's this bus going to get here? And then it flies by going 120 miles an hour. That's the perfect way to put it. It's a perfect storm of coming from the Callahan era combined with the quickest ramp up to being to being out of your league seemingly and past you immediately.
Yeah. It's just weird. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Now he's too good for you. He's never. That's right. It's over. That's exactly It'd right. Be, that's exactly right. It, it would be really funny, though, if they just said, here are our, now that we've let go of Scott Frost, uh, sorry it didn't work out there, uh, but here are our top three finalists for the head coaching job at Nebraska. Number one, Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Number two, Joe Gans. <laughs> And number three, uh, got to give it up to uh, Joe Daly. <laughs> okay, wait a second. He didn't do anything. I'm sorry. I meant uh, oh, that's, that's not who I meant at Nebraska, all. you know, they're probably thinking they're they're just going to sell out to their next successful head coach being a former quarterback, and they got to get on him early before because they're, they're jaded now by this Zach Taylor meteoric rise. Cody Green, if you're coaching somewhere, Expect a call from a 402 number shortly, my man. <laughs> what about Zach Lee? Zach who? Oh, sorry. All right. All right. Maybe he's not available. Um, so, anyway, yeah, that's uh, you got that going on. You got Joe Burrow. I thought Kevin Kugler put it really well. He said uh, on Twitter, he said, I'd just like everyone to know that Nebraska <laughs> passed on Joe Burrow. And <laughs> I'm not sure if that's been brought up, but here's a story that you could chase for Super Bowl week. And it's just... I mean, the fact that Joe Burrow. Think about is, it. Th- I mean, if you really just concentrate on it, think about it for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> it's so Joe, bad. Again, we've said it time and again. You go, you know, it's revisionist history. We get it. But you still think about it, okay? That Nebraska picked Adrian Martinez who is now at Kansas State, over Joe Burrow, who's now in the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) You put it that way, you could frame it in so many ways. Nebraska chose Adrian Martinez, who never played in a bowl game, over Joe Burrow, who is in the Super Bowl. Like, there is so much crying laughter going on. Right. It's tears of sadness, joy, regret, laughed, everything. Right? When you when you just think about it. And if you know, I, I imagine Scott Frost is like the Matthew McConaughey meme with the From Interstellar. You know, Interstellar, yeah. where he's just <laughs> just starting to cry. Right. Over something, you know, just uh, just emotional. Where I mean, does he put another dip in the lip? Is that what Scott Frost does? I don't know. He just takes another sip. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what, what you, do. you do at that point because it is. It's now we. It's funny we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Just when they clinched their division, we were like, "Is Joe Bur- Joe Burrow is now one of the biggest what ifs in Nebraska football history?" No, there's no if. Like he is the biggest what if. I, there's nobody I love more than my man Danny Woodhead, but move over Danny Woodhead. Joe Burrow has officially supplanted you as the biggest what if. In fact, oh boy. If in fact, if his career continues down this path, he is going to become one of the biggest what ifs in all of college sports for a program. Like where you could say like, "Oh, well, you know, 
Like Northern Iowa is like, you know, we had Doug McDermott, but then Greg McDermott took the, like, yeah, I get it. 3,000 point scorer. Like he was good. He was outstanding. But like Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy, national title, now potential a super, potentially a Super Bowl, all in a span of how many years? Is this a two? Three years. Three years. Three. This is his second year. He won it in his last year at LSU. His second year at LSU, national championship. His second year at Cincinnati, Super Bowl. Um, if you had to rank the what-ifs, it goes Joe Burrow 1A, Josh Freeman 1B. Yes! A close 1B, too, I might for add. The quarterback, for the quarterback. <laughs> the more you think about it and talk about it, the more you just – I just – you get upset, but it's unbelievable. I'm not framing. I'm not framing around. I'm saying like the ultimate, like you know, this idea of like you, college football programs hanging out at a at a bar and they're they're trading yeah. stories. It's the ultimate. You know, we could have had fill in the blank. You right. know, this fill in the blank guy wanted to come here and we turned him down. Find me now. I, now the problem is you don't know all these situations off the top of your head of these players that wanted to go somewhere and got turned down and ended up, I mean, you'd imagine big Ben wanted to go certain places, got, got turned down, you know, whatever. Right. But a guy winning a Heisman, a guy winning a national championship and a guy potentially winning a Super Bowl. Let's just say that's a pretty hard resume to, to beat in the what if if world. If Joe Burrow goes on to win the Super Bowl, the same conversations we were having about Mahomes a couple of years ago are going to be the Joe Burrow conversations. And the people who said, geez, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, couldn't really win anything of substance with Patrick Mahomes. They go, how about this Joe Burrow guy? Let's read up on him. His dad went where? (laughs) (laughs) He could have gone where? Oh, that's interesting. It's going to hang over the program. It will. I wonder also, see, the problem is because this one doesn't really work and nor do people care about it because it's about Ohio State's program. You wonder how Ohio State feels about this because they because they chose Dwayne Haskins over him. And it's not like Haskins didn't have success and it's not like Haskins didn't get drafted and it's not like Haskins didn't and isn't playing in the NFL. Sort of. Sort of. But it's still it's I, I wonder how that's also viewed as well. Like at the end of the day. Urban Meyer and they they chose Dwayne Haskins over it, Joe Burrow. Is, isn't it interesting when you when you think about it that Nebraska gets more of the indictment right than Ohio State when Ohio State had him on campus for years and still said, eh, you know, we don't we don't see that in him. Right, but no like, one said, the, the other thing too though is what's wild about it is because you know there's the whole there's the, there's the infamous quote I can't remember what the context of it was but people were talking about you know about asking Frost about Adrian Martinez and and Frost had that quote of like you think he's better than than the guy that we got you know like what's interesting about it though is even to take it a step further if you're going to pit Martinez versus Burrow, nobody would have chosen Joe Burrow over Adrian Martinez after their first Correct. full years of starting in Correct. college. That's also the interesting footnote of this thing, that even with a year of – so it's not like it clicked. I mean, Burrow was fine his first year, year at LSU, you know, okay. but everybody still – even after a year of playing, 
everybody would have still chosen Adrian Martinez over Burrow, but here we are talking about a guy that's going to the Super Bowl. It's just wild. It's just, it's wild. Yeah, I think Dennis Dodd says he said, quote, you think he's better than what we got, question mark, May 8th, 2018. Um, or at least that's when the tweet came yes. out. That's not when it was said, but it was, you know, around that time. Um, so, you know, like like we've said, you go back and the uh, – you use the flux capacitor and you go back and you realize back then, like, yeah, this is this was the situation. Right. And Adrian right. Martinez was the right play, and you wanted a guy for four years. You didn't want to transfer for two. It's just a weird – I wonder – It's and maybe I'm so psychoanalyzing this too much and I'm being unfair because I mean what I'm saying, but not really. I wonder how weird – it's just kind of weird that you have a potentially – a quarterback head coach combination that could hoist the Lombardi trophy. And we, we've been talking about it. The, the head coach is a former quarterback who's gotten no, never has really gotten any love at trying to come back to be a coach at your school. And or has never gotten really any recognition. And really has never gotten any. Ago. That's right. And never, and even to take it a step further, I suppose you should probably get some recognition before you get some talk about being a coach or whatever. Like, no one's ever talked about Zach Taylor no, coaching everyone's like Bo was when you asked about Zach. Zach who? That's yeah. right. I mean, no one – that's what's so weird about this is, like, no one – no one ever talked about Zach Taylor being a coach at Nebraska until all of a sudden he, the past couple of weeks. But it's just weird for that to be the case for the head coach and then that head coach's quarterback is a quarterback that wanted to come to Nebraska and Nebraska said no. And I don't mean to like it's it's so it's stupid to like somehow in a roundabout way find this to be a way to kick Nebraska in the nards or something like that. That's not what I'm trying to do, but it's just interesting. Like I just feel like there's this elephant in the room. Even Troy Walters, Troy Walters tweets out a picture of him with the wide receivers with you know the the AFC champs stuff on, and you're just kind of like. The elephant in my mind is like fired by Nebraska. Like it's like the all spurned by Nebraska team that could win the Super Bowl. Is this weird? And I mean what I'm saying, but I don't mean what I'm saying. I hope you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just pointing these things out. I'm not necessarily trying to make this into a thing, but it's just it's weird. I I, I all I'm let, I'm just letting you into where my mind goes, where it's like I see Zach Taylor and my mind goes to Nebraska and just the reluctancy to put their arms around him. The fact that, that he's never been talked about to be a head that come back to Nebraska to coach Burrow, then Troy Walter. It's just a weird, it's a weird connection of, of Nebraska stiff arms, if you will. Yeah. I don't appreciate you trying to kick them in Denards. By Denards. I don't want to kick them in Denards. Denard. Thank you. Where Thank did you, Nick Ron Bob? Franklin? All right, R.I.P. Buddy. Yeah, Ron yeah, Franklin yeah. Did the, he was the author of a couple of our mispronunciations. Yeah, very heavy and, schnicky uh, he flavor. Did. Yeah, no doubt. There's no doubt. Like Denard. Show came to a screeching halt there. I'm sorry. Well, I and I feel like I'm like Mr. Like message board material. I'm not really like saying I believe these no. things. They're just I'm just simply pointing them out, and you know I'm like the coffee talk. You know, getting beclimped. Here's a topic for monks. You can talk amongst yourselves about <laughs> Zach Taylor, right. former Husky quarterback, never been rumored or even talked about being a head coach. Also, Joe Burrow, the head coach, the quarterback. He wanted to come here, didn't come here. Talk so much yourselves.
Zaku. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. It's true. Oh. It's all true. Are you saying that Nebraska's made poor cho- decisions in the past and they it. haven't evaluated well in the past? Are you saying that the last 10 years have been virtually forgettable for Nebraska? Is that I, what you're saying? I suppose. Because I'm not going to sit here and allow you to state nothing but just nonsense. Yeah. I'm here. I'm just, <laughs> But, Gosh. Well, but but here's the thing about all that. Like when j- just even I don't know why I've like I pulled Troy Walters into this just right before literally right before we got on to record. I pulled up Twitter and I saw that because Parker Gabriel t- retweeted it and I saw it. I, parting ways to Troy Walters made sense. Not taking Joe Burrow made sense. Going after Scott Frost and and not Zach Taylor made sense. I, Zach Taylor's never been on my radar in terms of him coming back and coaching Nebraska. So it all makes sense. So it's I'm I'm I think we're both we're, what we're saying about all this stuff is it kind of makes everything made sense in the moment, but upon hindsight, it's just interesting to reflect on and and think about. Yeah, and, and you know, Dwayne Haskins shattered records, right? They were still very good. They didn't lose because they had Dwayne Haskins. They lost because right. they didn't play well in the big moments or didn't have de- you know, yes. good defense. But to your point about that. Maybe it speaks to the whole three and nine, like the just unlucky, right? Whatever could go wrong, has go wrong, will go wrong. And the law of averages says three national titles coming in the next. You would years. think so, man, it, because there are, you know, there are moments and this is certainly not an original thought, but there are moments where it just it just feels like Nebraska's cursed. It just it just does. It feels like they've been cursed. Some of it's self-inflicted, but whatever it is, it feels like I've said forever they need to bring back Frank Solich and have some sort That's of like right. <laughs> I don't know ritual at half at, at the 50 yard line just to somehow right or wrong or something I don't know maybe have Joe Burrow come just, with Frank Solich and they'll like eat a cheese runza together and call it good the lady and tra- the walk- lady and the tramp cheese runza kiss <laughs> and Nebraska's back <laughs> first of all Frank Solich and Joe Burrow, <laughs> who, by the way, there is a connection there. Give it to me. Jimmy Burrow yeah. was on staff yeah, yeah, with yeah, Frank yeah, Solich at Ohio. I know this because, well, I know the facts, but I also covered a Frank Solich-led Ohio team and talked to Burrow. Yeah. Joe's dad mm-hmm. and Frank the night before a Maction game against Akron. Years ago. So there is that connection. Joe's <laughs> Joe's dad coached, played for Nebraska, coached for with Frank Solich. All so Frank the- Solich and Joe <laughs> Burrow. Cheese Runza. Midfield. Cheese Runza. Taking bites <laughs> of it. They meet in the middle. Like Pac-Man. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, meeting in the middle with a With a nice peck. With a nice little peck. Respectful peck. And and everybody can play football, baby. <laughs> they, they unfortunately they've scheduled it for halftime of you know the Michigan game and they're down thirty one nothing. We just got to be tougher. Got to be tougher. Got to hit harder. Get tough. All right for your halftime entertainment. Got a very special presentation at half court. Former head coach Frank Solich. 
Former Super Bowl champ Joe Burrow going to eat a cheese run your pack. Try and right these wrongs. Matt, got any comments? Huge kiss, Greg. Huge kiss. It's going to get rid of a huge curse with a huge kiss. It's just ridiculous. I've got this thought of Joe Burrow and Frank Sully. <laughs> I don't know why. Out of all the things they could have, I don't know, Wait, like they could have done anything else woke, other than I don't know why. They, I thought of, they have yet to have Frank back at like you know midfield to honor him yet. Right. They haven't done it yet, and the time they do it is when they ask him to do Lady in the Tramp with Joe Burrow <laughs> and <she's> <laughs> And the, and the guy and the present so whoever presents the runza is like the CEO. You know, like this is the CEO of Goodyear Tires. He will present the coin, and he like hands the coin. You're like, okay, thanks, dude. Like, <laughs> go down to the field where the CEO of Runza will present today's cheese runza that Joe Burrow and Exalt will eat and pack. Oh, the man! The man who priests, who rips it in half is Zach Taylor. <laughs> oh, he provides oh, so the dipping stupid. sauce. This is all my fault. So, so dumb. Yeah, so dumb. So good. Congrats to Joe Burrow headed to <sighs> the Super Bowl. Just amazing. Yep. Just amazing. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Doesn't mean you shouldn't change the overtime rules. It was a good finish. But man, did Patrick Mahomes? It'll be interesting to see how he gets treated because Mahomes was awful. In that second half. Last play of the first half when they didn't get the touchdown or a field goal. Like he threw it in the flat, got tackled, no timeout. A couple of those He's third downs, too, yeah. getting like, sacked. It's one thing for 90-year-old Tom Brady to not know if it's third or fourth down, Yeah, right? Yeah. It's another for Patrick Mahomes to, like, call for a timeout when he doesn't have any. And then, yeah, in the second half, it's just a disaster. So, somewhere Josh Allen's going, <laughs> I mean, I could have done that. I could have done that. I mean, come on. You saw what I did. Oh. But, no, you, I mean – I'm just full of message board takes today, apparently, because I have another. Th- do you, I don't have a got? take. Gotta, I, just, is- I have a topic. Like if I am in the okay, we're in the pre-production room, and I'm either I got Skip and Shannon, and they're asking me for topics, or I'm looking at Stephen A. and and he needs a topic. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. We all said the same things about Rodgers back in 2010 with his incredible run. But how many? But this is the future goat. This is get ready to crown him. How many Super Bowls over under? How many Super Bowls in his career? Well, hate to break the news to you. Here we are, 12 years later. Homeboy has not another Super Bowl. And the and with Mahomes, the only reason I bring that up is because I remember heading into the Super Bowl a year ago. People were already throwing out these ideas with Mahomes. Like, does he get into the GOAT conversation? Does he get into the GOAT conversation? Everybody slow down on that stuff. You assume all these things, and I mean, and the reality is Mahomes had to have a roaring comeback against the Niners to get his Super Bowl as well. So I'm listen, hear me in my heart. Mahomes is incredible, just like Aaron Rodgers is incredible. Being incredible doesn't necessarily guarantee you anything. And so it's just, I don't even know what my, I think Skip and Shannon would be like, and your topic is. <laughs> and your question is. Yes. You, 
you you in the pre-production room essentially just did a first take without presenting the topic. I don't. Like you just went, we all had these thoughts back in the day, and look at what happened. And, you know, you just got to be careful and uh, don't crowd them. And, you know, anyway, your thoughts. Because you, you've worked in TV. Do you ever, like... The production tape operator or whatever people, graphic room, like, okay, so what am I putting on the graphic, right? You know, on the bottom of, like, you know, because you're trying to get the, so what do you want me to write for the topic? What are they talking, what are they talking about now? What are they talking about now? They're talking about, you remember, my friend Kent Walkabout will explain. You remember Aaron Rodgers when he beat the, (laughs) was on the road against the Falcons? Remember when we all thought he was going to be Terry Bradshaw and it just never, like, that's. Pretty much what I just did. I Kent Walgamonted the first take topic. Man, I am. I don't know if I'm. People listening to this right now are gonna be like, "Man, Boss on it today. He is really sharp. He's really coming with good yeah, thoughts." Or good it's stuff. like, "Is Nick drunk?" We, the chance I'm we've drunk. Gotten, we've gotten good Nick uh, today. <laughs> really good Nick. Um, Hot so, take, Nick. So much so, so much so, we need to ask how he's uh, doing. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Oh, coach, I'm okay. <laughs> that's good. That's good. How about the fact that your boy T Braid is going to hang him up? Although his dad says he's not, he's due a bonus on the fourth, right? So there's on something October fourth, February fourth, February fourth, <laughs> October fourth, September fourth. He is uh, due some money, so. Uh, it sounds like, you know, when that first when that refer, report first came out, I heard about it Friday night. And then I was like, when are we going to report this? Because I'm hearing this. Wow. And then Saturday evening, whoa, it it came out on Twitter or Shefty and them report or Saturday afternoon, I should say. Yes. Is when, it, is when they reported it. And then later his dad says, nope, it's not true. I'm like, whoa. So you wonder if he's just pulling back going. Hey, I'm going to release this video. Where my production team's working on the video. If you think we're going to be outdone by Ben Roethlisberger's, video, okay, yeah, you got another, you got another thing coming. I drive a Dodge Stratus. I, I, I played I, in ten Super Bowls. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, but is but he yeah, retiring? Like, like so that's so that's what you think. It's like there isn't anything crazy going on. Where I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either. But I don't think so. I think it, not everyone can be can be yeah. wrong, right? I feel like now to be interesting once it goes official, how it's presented, because I felt like Brady would be TB twelve. It's going to be a TB twelve oh, tweet. Yes, it's going to be the video. It's going to be a video. It's and gonna then be he's going to hold a new eating asparagus. He's going to hold a news conference leading up to the Super Bowl or something like that. I don't know. I'm just curious how it's going to be framed and what he's going to say because I always felt like Brady was one of those guys that, like, if you've played till you're now, what, 44? And I, I felt like he would have been a guy that would have been forced to leave not on his terms. Like, it, like it, there would have had to have been a massive decline in his game to the point where everybody knew he was going to hang him up. Like, I feel like he seems like he's just as good as he's been the last few years. And so I get the sense that it's more about Giselle and his family and all those sorts of things. But I'll just be curious how he how he presents it once he if once that goes official. Well, you remember uh you remember, remember the fact that 
Tom Brady played 22 seasons and was in 10 Super Bowls. Like, nearly half of his career was spent in the Super Bowl. It's just insane. But he did have a moment that was a big part of the show. And that was when he did a uh, – there was a story that I think ESPN or somebody did – and it was about him when he went for a walk with his dad during the NFL draft because he wasn't getting drafted and he was really upset. And he talked about how the, you know, his parents still had faith in him, but he was just – and then he starts to get emotional. And then as he's getting emotional and starting to kind of cry, he pauses and says, Sorry about that. <laughs> that is where that comes from. And we did turn that into – something before they begin the next segment the chicken nick show deeply apologizes for the previous segment here's the show's spokesperson tom brady sorry about that (laughs) you're right though that was the official you know like the beanery the official coffee provider of the chicken nick podcast tom brady and i'm sorry about that was the official apology of the Chick and Nick show. It was. Whenever, you know, even in, on Twitter, when people say something, we'll go, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry about that. That's it's a very sincere apology right there. It is. A um, couple things. One, uh, we got a tweet from a listener who... <laughs> Doing some good said things? Said something about... Eh, kind of. Said something about Nebraska's loss to Rutgers. And in the tweet said, you're pretty good at blowing leads, aren't you? Ah, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? That was not good. That was not a good good that's, basketball game. That's not going well. That's, that's not, not. Yeah, not I would. I would well. say that is an accurate statement to describe the current state of Nebraska basketball. It's not going well. On the counterpart, uh, there's another. There's a school in Omaha. Not Creighton. Creighton. You know, tough loss to Xavier. Ooh, mama. But Omaha. Yeah, that was not good. Omaha got a win the other night. It was a buzzer beater. And. I do have uh, – this is great because it got tweeted out. Gary Sharp does a great job. He's so talented, hosted his own, hosted his own talk show for a while, and now he's back with uh, Damon Benning. Reunited. The morning there at 16. Yeah, yeah, reunited. Feels so good. And uh, he does such a great job, and he's great at play-by-play. But the tweet that they – the clip they tweeted out was over-modulated. Like, Ooh. it's just – like, of the game winner. Here's what it sounded like. Eight and a half to go. Lametti. Driving, four, three, Fiddler, right wing, got to get a shot off. He does at the buzzer, and it with the win. Okay. Oh, my God. It sounded like like the play-by-play of the Hindenburg disaster. <laughs> like it's just, it's not, it sounds like a remote control plane is crashing. <laughs> Bart and asked a panel of 25 people, what is happening in this soundbite? No one would think a game-winning basketball shot. (laughs) (laughs) Who who is recording that audio 
and listening to it going, this is exactly how it should sound. And then they tweet out the clip. Oh my gosh! Like he deserves better than that. He's so good. Sheesh! I mean, that is levels a little hot. I would say the levels need to come down just smidge. So, oh, so man. I thought, <laughs> why not? Uh, it reminded me of something. Lametti driving four three Fiddler right wing gotta get a shot off. He does at the buzzer and it. I don't know if you heard it in there, but Nick Baha. <laughs> Listen. I came along too early and at the wrong time and the wrong shot and the wrong play-by-play partner. I, I was with T. Scott at the Valley Tournament in 2009, and I needed to be at Baxter Arena with Gary Sharp in 2022. Let's listen. Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. T. Scott Marr and Nick Baugh. Nick Baugh providing the color commentary <laughs> and and that, analyzing it, telling you exactly what happened, painting the picture on Booker Wood Fox's game winner at the buzzer. Wood Fox lost the ball. Shot on the way. Is- oh! Oh! It's good. God, Nick. Oh, great. I was meant to be with Gary in the future. <laughs> It was like it was like Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly. It's like <laughs> you kids are gonna love it. Yeah, that's right. You guys aren't ready for that yet. <laughs> kids are gonna but love kids, it. Kids are gonna love it. I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love it. Ah, listen right. to Gary. Too Let much. me hear it again one more time, and then Too we'll be done. Much. All right. He does at the buzzer. I mean, I'm sorry. There are people probably listening in the car, probably trying to lift weights, trying to work out, whatever. And there's this blaring. Uh, it's way too loud. Yeah, I'm sorry. In your headset. Tom Brady. Sorry. Tom Brady. Would you like to release a statement on behalf of our podcast? Sorry about that. All right. Okay. That covers it. Uh, one last thing here. Did you see the halftime show? I heard about you? it. I didn't see it. Heard okay. it. Not good. Heard there were levels a little hot there. It was unbelievable. So they do this halftime show <laughs> for CBS, and it's Bill Cowher. It's Boomer Esiason's Nate uh, Burleson. It's. Uh, you said Phil Sims. Who did Phil Sims? Boomer. Uh, James Brown. Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher. Is everybody, okay? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. He was there. Zach Taylor. Okay. And they set up right by the speakers of this it? halftime How show. bad was it? Well, <laughs> it was bad. So bad that you couldn't hear anything anything really that they were saying i was watching because i was doing some prep for a monday night uh, college basketball game that i'm calling i'm watching the tv going what are they what is is my tv broken and you check twitter you're like no your tv's not broken but it might be after listening to this in this section that we call over modulated audio uh 
Listen to this and see if you can hear him. I tell you, I'm not in trouble hearing you. I can't hear a word you say. I can't hear a word you say. I don't know if you guys said this yet or not, but they got to get Jamar Chase down the middle of the field. Who's this? Okay. Even Boomer Esiason is saying, I don't know if you guys have said this or not. He's sitting three feet away. He has no idea what's been said. Can't read lips. It was awful. It was terrible. And I tweeted out, they should have set up the studio inside of the speaker. (laughs) Because that's the only way it could have been worked. Could you imagine those? You know how what it's like in the truck, right? Oh God, they like, were losing their minds. Just like, what are we, what are we doing? What's going on, guys? What are we doing? There's only a billion people watching. Right. What do we do? You can't do anything. Oh, you gosh. can't do anything. And so, it makes you think about like, oh, how do they not, how do they not test that or figure that out? But at the same time, I can totally understand how you. That's something that you don't assume the speaker is going to be right there. All future. Football studio shows that are on the field are going to be like, okay, first of all, what's the halftime show? Second of all, where's the speaker? Third of all, how dare you come? How dare you come? You need to log on to how dare you come. You know, one of the first things you do when you're calling a game is your producer and whatever, they figure out what time's the anthem. Yes. Right? What time's the anthem? You cannot, we, we need to come on after the anthem or we need to be in break during the anthem. You're not talking during the anthem. Right. Right. The follow-up to that is what's going on at halftime during our halftime Seriously. studio. And is there – what time's the rock concert behind us? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. It was it was unreal. That is unreal. That's unbelievable. But um, and That's that the recap of Divisional Championship <laughs> – Conference Championship Sunday. You're listening. That's all. To Big Red Football. Starring Zach Taylor. Zach who? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor? That's right. We'll see you next week. I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick Show. Yeah. Here we go. Media Production.